0: the uh youtube link well i guess i can find it yeah it's just
1: live. we're live now we're live uh ken so you can youtube link you should see it in the bottom right hand corner yo welcome to the beat people podcast Yeah, yeah episode yeah, yeah, yeah. four zero I, I feel like we all should have 40 ounce oe <laughs> <loud>. oh English. <laughs> yeah <laughs> although that wouldn't work for me anyway but hey y'all ever heard of somebody doing oe with like Hawaiian punch and call it a ghetto cooler?
2: I have, no. actually, man. I
1: remember... That oh, sounds God. gross. That's yeah. That sounds disgusting, don't it?
0: Let me tell you, man, I remember years ago, uh this is back in the days of, like, um what was it when people would mix Hennessy with uh, Hypnotic and... Oh, uh, man,
1: yo, that's crazy.
0: Thug passion. the Passion. Oh,
2: stop! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. you bring bringing that's... it back, man.
0: Cats used to play a yep. game of like, "Oh, you ain't up on oh this," God. and it would be the most horrible thing ever.
1: The most disgusting in. elixir of all. Yeah, <laughs> nah, yo, that
3: that's like that's like back when Cisco was popping.
1: Yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. I got, a, I got a Cisco yeah. story that I will not share on this show, but I'll tell you, it was an experience. Yo, Cisco
3: is like them, right? automatic. Like Cisco is like automatic babies. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know? And and. and Automatic potential illegal activity. after yeah,
3: it's like Cisco. it's like you wake up, you <laughs> see you like Love you. Bye. Um, it's bye, uh, Ashley. it's uh, bye Ashley.
1: Everybody in chorus.
3: She can't <laughs> hear you because I got my headphones on. Yo, Cisco. Yo, Cisco's the was the kind of drink that you like. You wake up on somebody's roof with no socks on and a Hawaiian shirt on. Like, what yep. happened? That's Cisco in the
1: winter. No. Yeah. <laughs>
3: In the wind. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, Yo, so yeah, this is episode 40. Um and, and it's been a little minute. My apologies for that. Ken calls me a lazy ass, but I I beg to differ. No, uh you, but yeah, lazy, episode lazy, 40. hey,
0: listen, I made it happen, right?
1: You did make it happen. You got a, a <laughs> very unique way of motivating folks yeah, it's in, called, the, in the final hour. It's called
3: strong arming people.
0: Yo, Inky, yeah, in the <laughs> chat was, uh, Inky in the chat was getting real, was getting real mad. So I said, you know what? We need to make it happen. So made it that's happen.
1: what's up. So yeah, so yeah, we got somebody. Well, well listen, we have the usual uh, suspects on the podcast. I got D Still. What's up, man? Hey, man, just chilling, my brother. Just
3: taking it easy on Sunday in my pajamas.
1: Word, that's Everybody what's up. Know. And we got uh, Ken Flux Pierce. He's probably at this very moment taking something apart
0: Uh, Actually, I literally just put something back in my rack because I was like, I don't want people to see it all apart
1: (laughs) And then we got somebody new on the show uh, new on the show, but definitely not new to our, our many chats or, you know, yeah. <laughs> that we That's what's up. On many, level.
4: <laughs> many, many, many on another level chats. Yeah. yeah. What's up, Aaron? How are you, man? How's it doing,
1: man? Welcome to the show.
4: Nice, nice to be a part of the chat today. No, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah.
1: No doubt. So, for those that don't know, uh, Aaron's producer, well, you know, beat makers and stuff, Aaron is actually from my hometown, Chicago. Aaron, wait a minute. Let me not say that. You're in Chicago, but that don't necessarily mean you're from Chicago. You from Chicago or no?
4: I am from Hyde Park originally. Born Hyde
1: I'm Park. sure we've been in a lot of the same places at the same time and just didn't realize it. I'm um, sure,
4: man. I'm sure we crossed paths. I mean, Chicago is a small town, you know.
1: Yeah, it is friends. the it is the it is the small town big city type of vibe. So yeah. So yeah, um uh, uh, and Lee Coleman. From Make Noise, introduced me to a couple folks. Aaron is the most recent person that Lee has introduced me to, uh, and Lee also introduced me to uh, Bryce. Or did Bryce introduce me to Lee? I can't remember. But anyway, big Mod yeah. back family over here, yeah, and uh, let's get down to some to some talking. So first, I want to talk about since we've been gone, one of us have taken the deep dive down <laughs> the rabbit hole of modular and. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Anybody want to stand and say who that might be? <laughs> oh man! Man, y'all yeah, got me still. Y'all so, got uh, me, y'all. Yeah, you off in there right now? You, your rabbit hole. You done went down the rabbit hole. It's like kind of catacombs degree at the <laughs> man. so, y'all, so what y'all... made you take the plunge this way, man?
3: Uh, honestly. I was I was looking for something new like as far as like production and sound design. Uh one thing that's always been attractive to modular is that the same system could be a bunch of you can use it in so many different applications. Mm-hmm. Like if you wanted to make beats with it, cool. If you want to process sounds with it, cool. If you want to just make, you know, if you send signals to control other stuff, it's mm-hmm. great. So I needed that in my life, man. Like And then I ain't trying to have y'all like stump me anymore in the chat. Uh, (laughs)
4: Yeah, yeah, no,
3: no, but honestly, honestly, like, uh, I took I took the plunge real deep for my first module. Like, I bought the ER three hundred one as my first module. Mm. Yeah,
1: that's that's a deep plunge right off the bat, yo.
3: Yeah, I bought the ER-301 as my first module, and mind you, prior to that, I've been familiar with semi-modular, because I've had the Mother 32, the Mini Brute 2S, so things like that have taught me about patching, but now it's kind of like trying to create music solely in in this, you know, 6U rack that I have. It's going to be uh, pretty interesting, and I'm just learning a lot about it, so. <laughs> hey. Yeah, man.
1: Let me ask you though, you, you, um, when you were living in Portland, didn't you have a, a small uh modular? Yeah, setup yeah, or, yeah, no? yeah,
3: yeah, I still got it. It's so it, it's a skiff. I had 104 HP, a 3U with my mother 32 in it and a whole slew of like modulation sources and effects. And then I had like a midi to CV uh converter that I could just send out of my DAW into that and make a bunch of sounds. So I, I've been making
2: mm-hmm. you know
3: drum sounds and loops. With oscillators and envelopes and all that stuff for a long time, but right. never independently, like away from a computer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No doubt. Now, no doubt. now it's where I'm getting into, like the like yo sit on the couch and make a beat by patching cables kind of joint. <laughs>
1: That's what's up. That's what's up. Are you so, your ER 301 too? Right. Yeah,
3: it's supposed to be here in, in a couple of days. Oh, Leroy's on here. Oh snap. Uh. The hom- the homie, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen him in a minute.
1: That's what's up. So what,
3: what
4: yeah. what's in your case right now, Daniel? Um, I didn't see everything that was in there that you got. All right, um, so clocking. I know everything. I know you have like the Pamela's workout. So Pamela's uh,
3: new workout is clocking everything for right now. Uh, Akimi's Tycho Uh, is in there. Maths, of course. Platts, Plunk. An Ornaments and Crime. Um, and then on the way is the SOB filter. And a Trana module. Um, shout out to Anna module. Yeah, shout out to Anna module. Because, dude, I, I spent like a long time last night listening to all these different filters. And that joint sounded really, oh man, really good. And it's only 8 HP. So uh, Also, Quad VCA from Intelligel.
4: Okay, you went with that
3: one. That's cool. Yeah, quad VCA from Intelligel. And what else is on the way? Uh, I forgot what else is on the way. But here's here's my definite next ones that I'm getting. Like,
1: Oh, you already know the definite oh, next ones. Oh, bro! <laughs> that's, that's, you already know. You already know. That's a you know true sign. Yeah, no, right. no,
3: okay. So the next joints that I'm... Okay, so I've been... And Ken knows this. I've been thinking really hard about sequencers right? Mm-hmm. Like what's going to be my sequencer? Is it going to be a eloquencer? Is it going to be a fluxus one? Is it going to be whatever? So the first one that I'm going to mess with is the fluxus one because I know I can apply it right away to everything that I'm already working on. So, but, 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 but here we go. Oh, that maleco stuff. uh hmm uh mm-hmm.
1: Bro. what what do you think about the Moleco uh what variegate uh eight? Or you Yo. think in the, the voltage block? All of them.
4: No, no, no,
1: no, no. So here's here's
3: why. Here's why. So the variegate, um, the variegate is very special, um, because a lot of the examples that I've seen people do with the variegate it hasn't really been my style but that is a killer sequencer like mm-hmm. it's insane it has some features that they took away from the four and they didn't add in the four plus like there's a, a gate delay right on it in the in the uh, mm. in the eight plus yep. that thing is like oh my gosh like that's one of like the features that I'm like, and then I'm gonna get the Moleco gate delay for other things that I'm using to sequence stuff. Then, yo, have you guys seen that quad LFO they got?
1: Uh, no, not the LFO. Mm, no, I don't think so.
3: Yo, the quad LFO is insane, and the quad envelope. Actually, I have is seen it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I have seen it.
3: Yo, mm-hmm. go that like those are the four. Well, those are the five units I want to get. The variegated <laughs> No no uh, no, and or here's work. why and here's work, why because they, they all work so well together and especially if I want to build like a a supersonic drum machine that's kind of what I'm I want to b- use for that sort of stuff and now I'm realizing that I could have any machine that I want basically by piecing these little components together and that's oh, well, why that's true. I took the plunge into modular because work. I just have options like if I want to change the filter out so it could sound like a you know uh, S950, boom, get the mum eight, throw that joint in there. That's the filter, yep, from
1: that joint. So, that's man, I'm excited about lock modular in, in general, though, because you can make it into anything that you want it to be. Like, and, and, yeah. and, and we could all have a lot of the similar, uh, a lot of similar modules, and it'll be, we'll all have different machines, different you know, configurations, yeah. and, and it'll still kind of be a reflection of, of us because I think. All y'all guys, or or at least D-Steel, you got it on the way, but all y'all rocking the ER ER-301, and I feel like every one of y'all uses it differently.
4: Well, yeah, that, and and actually to touch on what you were saying before, Corey, about um, changing things around, like, Mm -hmm. for instance, like, Lee likes his Eloquencer below his ER ER-301, where I like my Eloquencer on the left, but then sometimes I like it on the right, depending on if I'm, like, Shopping samples, or if I'm playing keys, so that's another great thing about mm-hmm. modulars. You could change the orientation, of yeah, the, uh, yeah. Of, your, of the way that you work. Yeah, that's I did. I did, did that did yesterday. That.
3: Yeah. yeah, I did that yesterday. I had my case standing up, all the stuff in there, man. I sat yeah. there and I just took. Oh, big shout out to Befaco for them mm-hmm. nurlys.
1: Uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I think I need some of those, yo. I'm gonna pull up the thing while I'm no. sitting here. Oh, Corey, so
3: get them show. joints because. Bro, you know how long you spend unscrewing
0: and screwing yep, stuff? I do know. Oh, I tell you, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, The flip yeah, yeah, yeah. side to that is also, um, so the gnarlies are really nice. And then if you don't want to have something sticking out of your rack like that, nylon screws. So you don't even really need washers. But the nylon screws are clutch. Like, I use those. And yeah. I love them. Like, they, they'll get the longer ones. <clears throat> mm-hmm. What are they, like eight? I think they're like eight Ooh, millimeter, yeah. and they they work great. I, I I just don't
3: got time, yo. I don't got time to be screwing stuff like that. And then if I drop on them joints and my dog eats it, it's over. Like I'm gonna have to like. <laughs> no, I She's like good. the buff- I like good. the, buff-
4: like the facto joints, but they're yeah. kind of expensive, though, right? Yeah,
1: yeah I bought I a I bought a
3: pack of a hundred for forty bucks. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I, I don't think I'm gonna have that many mod. You know what I'm saying? Like a hundred of them joints. You got how many modules you gonna need to? Um,
0: I have probably two hundred right now, and I'm constantly like, "Damn, I gotta order more." Yeah, oh my gosh. But yeah, yeah, well, yeah I mean, you, gotta if you figure, them. you figure like, let's yeah,
1: with say a big case like that, you know what I mean? Four, you got like four, 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 four screws per module, unless you it's know, a big module Some right?
0: modules too, but those modules you're gonna have more of anyway. But yeah, I don't know. It, regardless, it's nice to have. I ain't, that, that I
3: ain't on y'all level though. I'm not what on I y'all wish, level.
0: <laughs> yo, <laughs> what I really uh, wish though is I would close. love to see. Um, have you guys seen the Kilpatrick audio modular format? The uh, Kilpatrick audio for it's not Euro rack format. It's it's his own format, and the way the modules snap into place. Oh man, it's so satisfying. Oh, that's cool. Like that's cool. It's like they're like. They're like, I don't know if they're magnetic plating or what, but like it's, it, and then the way the the um bus board is, it snaps in almost like 500 series, I think. But it's like, it just like clicks into place, so you can just kind of pull them out and put them in. Oh man, it's nice, that's oh, right. it's really nice. That.
1: But you know, you know, one thing about uh, my man at Kill Kilpatrick, Mr. Kilpatrick himself, he thinks really out of the box with the stuff yeah. that he does. And it and is it is dope. It's not like him going left. It's actually he has good a good design sense and he makes a lot of really dope products. I haven't seen that, what you're talking about, Ken, but uh that sounds I'll pull dope. it
0: up real quick just so you guys can see it. Uh you and, and I'll I'll see if I can find the link for the video of it because it's it's one of those weird, you know, like when you see people removing the um the screen protector off of a, off of an LCD screen. You're like, oh, it's oh, really yeah. satisfying to watch. Yeah, that's yeah. how it is when you watch people <laughs> change the modules on this modular. You're like, oh, that's dope. oh man, it's so nice. That's yeah. super dope.
1: Word. That's so, hey, dope. you know something? I think that's that's dope. Um, another one of our uh, mod bat brethren volt controller voltage controller He oh, just, yeah. He just oh, got yeah a, a digitac and he just got um a digitone and the dude is going ham every yeah. day <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah i know yeah, no, yeah.
4: It's,
1: it's real dope i i think one, one, once i got uh the digitac i remember thinking like damn this just feels like the the future of like that classic machine mpc60
0: of sp it's, it's yeah.
3: really dope and you know what they're gonna keep updating it
1: yeah yeah
0: that's dope hey guys uh, so this me. is um and corey if you click on my my screen yeah, here, i, got you. I it, got you it'll show it to the people but uh this is the kilpatrick format right here and you'll notice that like there's no like screws on the top and bottom of the modules hmm. um they just clip into place and it's kind of like bukla esque in that the the it uses the um, banana jacks, mm-hmm. so you can see here. Um, oh, okay. But uh, yeah, I, I'll I'll see if I can grab a video for you too. I just wanted to That's show dope. you guys a quick. And he sells different like completed systems as well, like the system one. Like they're not they're not cheap, but they're also kind of. I believe he has separated. Audio and um, control signals. I'm not sure. Uh, I have to look into it more. I'm just kind of like, it's been a while since I even looked at this stuff, but it's really. Oh, here it is. Look at this. Let me just see if I can show you this. And I'm going to put some sound through here too so you guys
2: can hear it. Um... from a K format system. You got to so check this out. The K format or Kilpatrick format uh, is really easy. Unlike most modular systems, there's no. Here, we'll... Put it straight down. So hole. yeah, that, that's it. You, you got an Allen key in the, the, middle.
3: the middle. Oh, I've seen there's this.
2: That's this great. There. That's a captive bolt so that it won't grow a system. Skip in a And bit. use that to sort of pry okay. the module forward a little bit. Um, don't use the pots to pull on the module. Weedle and it just kind of clicks out. And then just lift oh. it right out. Oh, and that's you'll cool. you see down inside, there's uh, four banana jacks in here this one's offset oh. a little bit so that it's not possible to plug the module in upside down and then there's a standoff here and that's the center retaining screw on the module and we'll skip um, in to
0: see him putting it back easily. in
2: to put it back in you just line it up you can feel it goes in easily and then just plugs back in and ah, oh that, that. Is, that is great and um
0: okay so Bottom line is, is like, I just think that that's, it's a fantastic, uh, format. And, um, I mean, that's, that's really dope. Like I how, wish,
3: how big are those modules?
0: I I think they're for you. Um, so yeah, a little bit bigger than your rack. Um, mm-hmm. but man, it, it's a really cool format. Yeah. that's dope. Dope, dope,
3: dope. Yeah. I got a question. Oh, a I got a question for each and every one of you. I think maybe we can answer it now or maybe towards the end of the show. But I need to know what are your essential pieces for making beats in the Euro rack, Because I need to start exploring. You're saying something. what are the essential pieces? Like, like, what's something that you have to have in your rack when it comes to making dope-ass drums? Power module. Of, co- of course, Ken. Power <laughs> module.
0: <laughs>
3: of course. <laughs> like, for instance, Ken, when you were telling me about math... Yeah. I was like, like, man, this dude don't know he's talking about maths. I went and then looked at math, and I was like, oh, Ken is always right. And yeah. you know one,
0: one thing that yeah, I, I will say right. that I think gets um, by people that are just starting to go down the path of making beats on modular that can be easily overlooked is a basic analog sequencer. And the reason why I say that is not so much for just modulating pitch and whatnot, but man, like using a, a just a regular sequencer, not like a fancy one, like a Fluxus one or anything like mm-hmm. that, but having one just as a modulation source throughout yeah. your rack can be super powerful but, because it can allow you to do modulations of, of timbre and of yeah. decay times and mm-hmm. of so mm-hmm. many different aspects to a percussive voice. That's the that block. super, super useful.
1: You know, for me, it's uh, whatever can add color to what you're making like you know what i mean like a dope filter uh maybe character module or something like that like those things are so essential because you 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 know what i found is that you're gonna make what you make no matter what you have cats typically have a style of stuff that they make right but the sound and the texture of it that makes it you know that boom bap flavor or the flavor of stuff that we would bang even if it's not boom bap is like you got to have something for me it was always about making sure I got color the sound so a really dope filter um, and maybe you know like the character module because you can kind of do bit reduction and stuff like that so those to me are kind of essential because really uh, when it comes to the sequencing I'm always using an MPC right and yeah. that interface, the MPCX is interfacing with my modular which that is just kind of like um It's like a physical freaking reasons.
0: No, <laughs> you know no, what yeah, I mean? I feel you. We gotta I feel look you. at it. Yo, did Greg you know? just add the S?
4: Yeah,
1: he did.
0: Okay, I just Do had. It. I, I no I'm gonna leave it at that.
3: Hey Ken, the, <laughs> hey,
0: Ken, that Echo is back.
4: Yeah, I was. I was just
3: gonna oh, say yeah, about bad. the
4: Echo. Oh, yeah, the Echoes that that's whack. But um, to All jump right, it's on going. um, <laughs> it's in, to jump on the essential modules. Um, for me, it's ornaments and crime. Okay. I mean, the whole reason I got into um, your rack was to modulate every and anything that I could. Yeah. So um, the Ornaments in Crime is super flex- Um, Daniel, you just got one, right?
1: Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, you could just add modulation to anything.
1: To so everything, it's true.
4: And, and, and especially when you're talking to drums and you're building up that texture and, and you want that texture to kind of change over time because... One thing that um, hip-hop is repetitive, right? But if mm-hmm. we can just add, like, that little bit of modulation, like, and no bar is the same, or,
1: that's what makes... You go. Oh, that's exactly what that's yeah. yes, like
2: that's i That's actually the reason I
1: started doing modbap, yeah. is so that I could break the monotony and push the yeah. envelope a little bit and kind of add that element of uh, random in. So, and, yeah.
4: and, you, and you know what? People notice. People notice, it, it yeah. almost even if it's, like, a subconscious thing. Mm-hmm. Like, people notice, like, the little timbre changes and the little little modulations yeah. that are happening man and, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it a unique genre.
3: So I saw this I saw this video um I forgot who it was but it, it was a guy making beat on the ER301 with a Kimi's Tycho using like mouth sounds. On... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think it was Sequinox that did that. Yo, I didn't see that one. I didn't it's see It's amazing. I was,
3: I was like what is going on here? This was one of the dopest like vibes that i heard and he was basically sequencing everything with the eloquencer but there was all this modulation happening in the drum sounds and he was modulating everything in the ER er301 wow and i was like yo that is what that is nuts also i saw this one module that i don't know if you guys have seen it it's the uh bifaco makes this thing called the burst have you guys seen that yeah i've seen it. it no It's, it it introduces random ratchets. It's a, versus a pingable, it's a pingable trigger burst generator. Okay. And I saw the guy making a beat with it, and I was like, yo, that is pretty, that is pretty wild. See, I like stuff like that. That's gonna inject, like, random, random stuff.
0: So not, like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna go insane about the 301. Like, I'm purposely holding back
2: because these guys, <laughs> these
0: guys all know, like I've been in ER 301 <clears throat> world, like nonstop for the past, what, like month or so. And it's just, I'm completely engulfed in the ER 301 at this point. I, I absolutely love it. But every like little thing like that, like where it's like, Oh, well I want to make like a strange logic or a random, or I want to be able to control a sampler in a weird way. I've been doing it all in the 301 lately. Uh, Like, I have a lot of interesting ways of doing random already, but I've been using the 301 in a more hip-hop context to, like, slice up samples. Because I have, like, uh, the Phonagene.
2: And I love the Mm -hmm.
0: gene. I love slicing up samples and mangling them on the gene. I use it to mangle samples in a way that I would never mangle on an MPC, ASR, or... uh, you know sp or whatever else like it, it's more for mangling things in a way that i normally wouldn't think of so when i mangle samples on the 301 a lot of the times i'll build a random module inside of it like a pingable random and then send all that stuff to the sample mangler that i've built inside of the 301 so that i can kind of get that same vibe and i'm not kind of going outside to pull in other voltages <coughs> excuse me still getting nope. over a cough
3: um, yo, you know what I just saw? I heard it the other day. Div Kid did a video on the God's Box Lollipop.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. I saw it. I saw oh, it. Yeah. I saw the video. Ooh. I haven't watched it yet, though. It was hot. It was hot. It
3: yo, was hot. let me tell you something. The Vactual-based Opto um, Compressor. Hmm.
0: Wow. I'm sorry. Which one was it again?
3: God's Box Lollipop.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that. I have to check. Yeah,
3: uh, it was crazy. Ken, Ken, you no, yo, dude. After the show, you need to you need to watch. Oh no, well, there's show.
0: Div right there. He just popped up in the chat. What's up? Yeah, ben? yo. We're talking huh. about your face.
3: What's up, Ben? The
1: oh, mouth is man. here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I watched I watched this
3: video on that and the loose fruit. Yo. Yeah, yeah. I I need those in my life, like.
1: Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. No, Corey, you talking there, about
3: you talking about color is like the... This is like to me it's like the goopiest, warmest sounding compressor that I've heard. Wow. In Eurorack. And I've heard a couple of them. This is this is it Wow this is it. I
0: gotta ch- I gotta check it out and see if it's so whenever I see things that are, like, vactrol based effects of, like, compression or VCA's or low-pass filters, whatever, the first thing I tend to do is see if I can build it <coughs> – excuse me – build it with a maths, um, the warm star audio, the bends, and mm-hmm. um, other modules. Like, I try to see if I can build that functionality myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. sorry my cough is oh. killing me i'm still yeah, yeah. It's, it's been like, like three weeks trying to get
1: over it. you've been coughing for a long time well you yeah. while you uh well hold on i want to show this because
0: yeah i want to see it, it because like, like i was getting at is that's um oh. so the lollipop is that's something that i'm going to have to check out but i love building compressors using the maths and then i can also get different um responses using you know different vcas vac trolls whatever else but this thing looks great and it's fairly compact Uh, hold on
3: oh yeah here you go Lolly. yo that joint sounds man i heard it i was like i need two of them joints stereo <laughs> 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 well because let's think about i'm thinking about pumping my mix through that yeah, like, yeah
1: that's what's up like just yeah. oh the man what's a price point on that thing yeah how much should it
3: cost
4: how much
1: did it
3: cost? Uh, I don't see. care. I don't care.
0: <laughs> and does it have a kit? Like, I don't even care, bro. Give me things. <laughs> av- oh, full kits available. That's right full on my house. I love so building modules. Joke. Whenever I whenever I have the chance to build it myself, I love doing that. So yeah, hey, you I'm head over and check that out.
3: Ken, I'll Ken, you know, I'll buy them joints, and you just build them for us.
0: Well, Here I'm gonna I'm gonna go look at that like today. So
1: no, they That's they all. sound great. <clears throat> okay, I, yeah, I gotta check that out. I saw so I was watching uh some some YouTube videos on the TV right with the Fire Stick or whatever it is, and uh, I saw Div Kids video on it pop up. But I was I was sitting with the fam, so I was like, I'm gonna come back and watch that. So now I gotta go back and check it out. Yeah. Yo, yo,
3: check this out. For me, it's crazy because what I would do is. I would use the compressor, but then I would use the Maleco gate delay to delay the gate that I'm sending into the compressor for the side chain so that even that can inject like that Dilla swing uh, on the sidechain compression. That would be dope. Like, right, so see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm here, my brain is exploding from freaking <laughs> like patching. Yo, last night I was up in bed staring at the ceiling, patching in my head. Like just like oh, <laughs> like making like making patches.
1: You in it. You in it now. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, man. Yeah, like just making patches in my head. Like, oh, if I do this and if I do that. And I'm like, I don't even have this module yet, but I know I can patch this into the And I'm like, yo. Did you get the cockpit yet? No, not yet. Not yet.
4: Because, um, uh, you know, that has a side chain um, on it already. So you might, yeah. no, might want to look at it.
3: And you know what's cool what I like that but one thing that really like I've been really focusing on is modules that are dedicated for specific things.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
3: okay I, I want like a compressor a module that's a compressor. Like I don't want it to be like 20 different other things. I don't want it to be a mixer and a compressor. I want it to be like good at what it does because I think for me, if if I have that utility, I can apply it in all these other different ways. Also, I'm about to build a gigantic case because I
2: don't. I
3: don't. I, don't,
2: I, don't. <laughs> I mean, hey, it just go so ahead quick. and say it. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> no,
3: look, right. no, no. Uh, uh, um, Aaron, I don't know if you heard this in the chat when I was like, "Yo, I gotta admit, Ken was right." When yeah. He's yeah. But yeah, thing, do
4: to not start off with them small cases, dude.
3: No, but here's the thing: I didn't. I don't like that case with the scoop design so oh, that's yeah. why I didn't get that case that one time.
0: He's also gonna... wrong about that because the scoop is amazing.
3: I ain't about that scoop though. I'm all I'm all about that, that
0: I
1: ain't on that scoop life.
3: <laughs> I ain't on that scoop <laughs> life. Corey I'm is.
1: About...
4: Corey how you I know, like I your know, scoop? I know. I know Corey the scoop about
1: that. The
3: scoop yeah Cory got a big
4: scoop Joint, yeah. Corey
3: got the mad scoop joint. Yeah, mad scoop. Yeah. Shab- Two scoops. Shout shab- out shab- to Ethereal Sun by shab- the way. Shab- shab- if y'all want some dope shab- custom shab- cases,
0: Ethereal Sun.
4: But Corey, Cor- I'm not Corey. Oh, I'm sorry, Daniel. Um Just to let you know that that's actually it's not a compressor. It's a side chain, so it just does the side chaining.
0: It doesn't oh, okay.
4: actually, okay. you know okay, what I'm cool, saying? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so I th- I don't know what you're actually looking for. If you're looking for like a full on like traditional looking, compressor, yeah, I'm looking yeah?
3: for compression, just because part of my sound when it comes to beats is the way that I process my drums in the DAW. And I already know what that process is in the DAW. It's a certain type of compression that I use, certain sure. ratio. I parallel that joint. So I have dry drums coming through with compression. So I'm like, I want to I build that in the Eurorack. I want to build like a kind of a master chain of how I do stuff. What about wow. what
4: about taking your outputs out of your um your master output and using other outboard gear? You're just trying to do it all.
3: I'm in I'm the just trying. Yeah, I'm trying to not be in the studio when I'm patching. I'm trying oh, to be really? like okay. I'm trying to be like in another room with a speaker and kind of just making stuff in order to teach myself how to okay. work in the Eurorack. And then later, when I feel super comfortable, I can bring it into the studio and start integrating it with other stuff.
1: I'm not ready for that yet. So that, not that God's Box lollipop joint is 129 euro, $150 US. They're around 150 US, just so you know.
4: It's what? a DIY project, though? Yeah. Is it? A... Yeah. Okay. I
1: well, need hey, somebody building, building them. I'm going to be so building me, them. So yeah. we'll, we'll talk flux,
0: after the that flux, show. That means flux, flux got to yeah. make them. Yeah. It's yeah, easier not... <laughs> for me to build multiple things at once <laughs> than just <laughs> one at a time. That so means just got to make them. I'm going to make it happen no that's what's up i love compressors so one of the things i was talking about in the chat in here is um so the new clark technic stuff is uh well the clark technic 1176 has been out for a while but they're doing um 1176 la2a and the pool tech eq uh for 299 dollars is apparently what the price drop is going to be which is crazy you know even if Mm -hmm. i i personally have not heard them um the circuits should be the same. The The big question is, how do those Midas Transformers sound with it? Um, but uh, even if you don't like the Transformers, I mean, that would be a pretty easy mod. So I'm definitely going to be grabbing some of those 1176 and LA-2A. But one of the things that I was thinking about is, well, if I'm going to be opening these up to check them out anyway, because I always open up my gear <laughs> just to look, because I'm a nerd. There's like a little that. bottom and,
1: and still yeah. that mod. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying is,
0: is that it probably would not be that hard for me to mod these things to have CV control, um, mm. and I think I'm going to do that. So, Because uh, I'm that's already crazy. planning on getting two that's, of the 1176s and two of the uh, LA-2As, so I'm probably going to end up modding them with CV control just to uh, be an asshole like that. <laughs> <laughs> you,
3: Ken, are you saying trying to be one? <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, I succeed.
0: I succeed. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, the thing is, is like I was looking at like the Hairball Audio stuff, uh, the, mm-hmm. the Warm Audio stuff, and the and Serpent, the serpent Audio
3: stuff too is good.
0: Um, I just I can't pass up the opportunity to get something for a price that I can risk screwing it up. Um, no, I feel you. Like for instance, when I got my MS Twenty Mini, the before I ever even plugged it into the wall and played it, the first thing I did was open it up and start drilling holes in it. Yeah, and, uh, that's you. I can actually remember it. Like, I did it so, like, quickly and off the cuff. I didn't even bother to, like, line the holes up to make it, like... Like the holes are all janky, like they're not in a straight line or anything. Ken, i was just like time, I'm modding it.
3: Ken, the first time I even seen your Deep Mind or your MS101, they didn't even have a body on them. You took them joints off and yeah, me.
0: that's true. i was like,
3: I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what's this dude like opening stuff? Yeah, I just it?
0: put the MS. I, I got the um the MS101 right in front of me. I just put it back together. I had it, I've wow. had it apart weekend.
4: Like, What's it, dude, no, that was actually that was actually going to be my next question because I saw your video, Corey,
1: mm-hmm. um,
4: which was real dope, by the way. Um, um, how are you enjoying that MS10? I mean, sorry, the MS, the MS101. Uh,
1: I love the MS101. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm planning on doing a, a actually sort of recorded video. That was me going live, sort of. A, overview and i was a bit rushed but i plan on doing a a more sort of sort of recorded review of the joint but i love it man it's actually pretty dope the fact that they got the triangle wave and the the you can you know the fm options on here now that were not on the original sh it's -hmm. pretty dope it's really
3: how's that how's that filter
1: the filter is dope it is that the classic uh uh rolling filter and um, is
3: there an input
1: yeah there is an input. It has USB on the back. It has an uh, input for external source. Okay. And, uh, yeah, a couple things on the back. That's dope. Man, that's fresh, man.
4: Do, um, do any of you guys have a 101 to do
0: a shootout side-by-side? Um, no.
1: side? I, I don't, don't have the one-on-one if, if they were cheaper, I would buy one, but I only see them for really expensive.
0: I don't have the 101 on one here. Uh, I got a friend who has one, and he's brought it over a couple times. I didn't get a chance to shoot any <laughs> video. Okay. Sounds okay. sounds dead on filter wise. Um, the FM changes what it can do a lot. The sequencer on this one is a good bit easier in my opinion to work with. Um, as is the fact that it has a nice ARP that you can use. Um, some of the other changes, uh, it has a sine wave, or, or not. I'm sorry, not sine wave. Uh, triangle wave on it, which okay. is really useful uh, for getting like these really smooth bass lines and whatnot, which mm-hmm. is dope. Yeah.
1: Um, well, you, that triangle with the, wave with the sub oscillator, you can get some really dope bass lines.
0: The yeah. big thing to me though is that FM, which makes it like it almost makes it a completely different synth. Like the FM sounds so cool. I use it all the time. Like it's it's rare that I'm making a patch where I'm not using some of that FM. Like it just sounds awesome on it. I'm
3: okay, like, that, that brings up a really cool point, Ken.
1: So like I just like, want
0: to show my jankiness real quick. That's my uh, my my, my MS20 and how janky I did it. <laughs> oh my god! Is that, is that your mod? I, like, dude, I, just, I never knew I didn't it looked like, that. like. I was like, I was like, yo, I gotta do this. So I, I modded it like right, right That's away wild. as soon as I got it. I was like, I have to figure out how to do this.
3: So are you talking? So you talking about that? Uh, the MS101 has the FM on it now. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It, does. it does. Totally. Yeah, it, it so. Totally- so, can, so I, can I make you hear it real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, check it out, all right? So, um, I'm just going to give it a straight uh, pulse wave, and, all right, so here we go. Make sure I don't have any effects on it, huh? There we go. All right, so, if I take the filter down a bit, give just a little bit of resonance, and then I start bringing up, um, we'll start here. Let me turn this up
2: now here's where it gets
0: interesting you can use um octave down and two octave down and then you get different levels of pulse width on that
2: too so check this out oh
1: that's great yeah bro And that, that is truly like a whole different scent right there. Yeah, the- I was gonna say. Yeah.
4: And
0: noise. So check this out real quick. This is what I like doing. Huh? That
3: sounds buttery.
0: So, yeah, you could do some really cool stuff with it. I mean, it's just... Yeah. It's a really cool synth.
3: So, and then, of course, you can do is. two
0: octaves down on the uh, sub-oscillator, too, which um, sounds sounds pretty awesome, too. I mean. But, yeah, like, if you just use the filter by itself, the filter on this has a really kind of distinctive characteristic to it. Mm-hmm. And it it's really... The, the thing that Corey and I were talking about is that it's surprisingly useful because the 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 101 was really meant to be like a super budget synthesizer to begin with. Like yeah. the original. Like it was it was plastic. It was a cheap synthesizer, you know? But because it's a single oscillator and then you have the sub, it's very easy to keep everything nice and in, in phase for baselines. Yeah. So it's like what you can do with the pulse width and the sub oscillator just using the one oscillator with a sub oscillator you can make a thick enough and and proper baseline that it's like you don't need extra oscillators for that you know like yeah. you, you want to keep it basic like that to get that tight smooth kind of the way the filter is is it's just a little bit hairy when, when you drop it down low keep the resonance <clears> a little <throat> bit low and keep the filter cut off low and it just man it sounds really nice in hip-hop tracks like it's yeah, really it, it sits in the mix yeah, that's really what's
3: nice. so this is one of those things where again when i always read comments on people talking about you know certain companies making copies of other synths i'm like well they added this feature that can make it sound like a completely different synth totally different, yeah and, and it, that's you know, kind of that what i value it about it too. Yeah. yeah, I know it's sensitive. Just get
4: over but it. But that, not, but that also, but that also <laughs> brings up, but it also brings up another question. Like, um, for you, Corey and Flux, like, do you think they could have actually marketed this synth as a completely different synth without having to have I the think, um? So they could have, but it's that's not marketing.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's that's kind of the thing. Is it's like, why would you? And then on top of that, it's so well, well it's a so pretty here, here's good the replication the filter, of the same
1: thing. It's just that it has enough additions to it that it could be like ms-102 <laughs> you right. know what i'm well, saying because
4: to, to me when you have that fm stuff it sounds nothing yeah. like an sh-101 that i've heard but, yeah. but yeah. also if all you turn
0: that off it does stuff, you know but if you turn it off it sounds just like an sh-101 you know what i mean like if you just turn that down it you know so it's not yeah. it's not messing it's with old. the rest of the circuitry you know what i mean it's just tapping off of it right so yeah. right. the other thing is is that So, you have the 3340 oscillator, which, let's be honest, you're seeing it in a ton of stuff nowadays. So, of course, the Neutron has it, right? It's got two of them in there. And then you've got um, the Moleco Manther has it. There's a bunch of Eurorack oscillators with it. You're going to see a ton more stuff come out with it. I can promise you that. Um, And you should. It's a good oscillator. There's nothing wrong with that oscillator. It sounds great. There's a reason why it was brought back. It sounds good. It's very useful. Um, but the filter in the, in the SH-101 is a distinctive filter sound. It's not like the Moog ladder filter design. It's not like the ARP Odyssey. Like it's, it's it's, very much a recreation of a classic
1: Roland filter though, right? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, and their, their hand, from what I understand Um, Because I I did talk with the design team a good bit about a lot of different things because that's what I'm doing is I'm testing it. I'm trying to find flaws. I'm trying to find where it can be improved, that kind of thing. Um, And it's being – not only have they recreated that circuit, but then they're also fine-tuning it to make it sound like the vintage synth. Like there's trimmers on there, and you can fine-tune it a bit. Um, I will say this. Just strictly on the fact of like – Hey, how does this thing sound for a $299 synthesizer? Come on. It sounds really, really good. And I wasn't even like, when, when I was informed, oh yeah, we're sending this out to you to check it out. I was like, meh, like, okay, I have a lot of mono synths. Like, I'm not going to, you know, first world problems. I have a ton of monosynths and <laughs> I love synthesizers, period. But at the same time, I have a ton that can do way more than an SH-101 can do, you know? Yeah. Plus, I have this thing. So... <laughs> It wasn't about, like, being super excited on that level, but when I got it and started playing with it, that's when I was like, oh, wow, these little tweaks like the FM made such an impactful difference that, wow, this is just really usable and fun to play with. Like, it actually… Oh,
1: it it certainly elevated the sound quite a bit.
0: There's something about not having to work… To get the sound that you want in a track you know what i mean mm-hmm. and certain synths do that the sub fatty is one of those like for me is one of my absolute favorite synthesizers even though i have stuff that can do way more it's not a it's not a mini moog it's you know it's its own thing it's one of my favorite synthesizers it's very basic but what it does it does really really well yeah. i kind of feel the same way about the ms101 build quality is not the same as something like that like it's plastic the knobs and faders feel fine but, yeah, it's very plastic. It has a hand. Well, well the,
1: it. Fa- the faders, to me, feel better than fine. And this is coming from, you know, I've owned the ARP Odyssey, the Cork ARP, Arp Odyssey. And those faders were janky. But then I've heard that the classic ones were, too, right? So, um, but these faders are a whole different story. They're, They're not real wiggly or anything design. like that. I'm j- I just not mean more
0: that, like, the, the casing is plastic yeah Blue it is pla- like everything yeah, on it's plastic are. aside from the transpose it's
1: but yeah i mean
0: it feels good but for 2.99 i'm like holy crap like yeah. something that i wasn't excited about i'm actually like wow i i use this like it's sitting in front of me right now like this isn't sitting in front of me for no reason it's because i was actually using it on a track the other night like yeah
3: for 2.99 um, man like that's that's a steal
0: man yeah
1: mm-hmm. it really is uh for But I, I just reasons. like how it sounds.
0: Period. Like I think the the filter sounds interesting enough that I really enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like I have fun with it, and that's at the end of the day, that's what really matters to me. Is like, am I having fun using something? You know. And you
1: you know something else about this? Now listen, I know a lot of people like don't do reviews or stuff like that with with you know putting delays and reverbs on on the thing, but something about this particular scent it sounds so incredibly good with a nice delay on it and i think it's because it's a it's a good voice to start out with <laughs> you know and what i mean you
2: getting your uh
0: so so Cor- i'm calling Corey out um mm-hmm. because i'm also not trying to make it 100 percent like a hey this is the 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 Behringer ms 101 show because i know people do want to hear about it and i get that but I also know some people are, like, all up in arms about everything that Behringer does. And I'm like, whatever. That the I mean? arms up. Keep the but arms up. Get that, which, which is fine. It's like, you know what? There's people on both sides of the fence about it. That's fine. Whatever. Be your own. Uh, just so you know, the, the pedal setup that I have right now is I'm running it through uh, the Alexander synths, um, or Alexander pedals, excuse me, syntax error, um, the Behringer Vintage Phaser, which is basically a ehx smallstone clone and then uh the boss dd 500 uh, which boss is rolling so i bet you they're gonna fight somehow but no it sounds amazing uh the boss dd 500 delay is like so slept on and people just don't realize how dope that delay pedal is um yeah so but you, you oh, got yo. a new delay pedal and that's what i wanted to touch base yeah. on is did you actually uh, get your hands on it yet
1: i didn't get it yet oh and I'm thinking about- dirty yeah because you know what it's uh it's back ordered um and and i'm excited about it but you know what what's weird is that i'm thinking of canceling it because you know sometimes you you get into like something that. because yeah. you don't get something else so you haven't got <laughs> well, yeah, i know exactly what, what you mean what would you
0: want to cancel it for
1: um what you what i have been am yeah, what I really want is a magneto, so I started oh, thinking magneto about that. like well, that could that money could go towards a, a magneto. But I actually recently found out about this. Uh, what is the cork? D. S D It's the SD three thousand.
0: Three thousand. Like yeah, that.
1: and it, and well, I watched some demos of it. It's pretty dope. Perfect Circuit has a really dope demo of it on uh, uh, Profit Twelve, and it's a it's a pretty dope stencil It's a digital programmable delay. It's a pretty dope uh, delay. But I'm thinking about uh, telling them to cancel the orders on back order and then I'll, I'll probably put that money towards a magneto because that's what I've really wanted. So
3: Yeah, I got I got that Magneto on modular grid on my uh on my second rack that I'm building
1: right now. Bro. <laughs> this man is crazy. This <laughs> so, man has lost his mind over here. He's all with it.
3: Because my first one is built already. So <laughs> that's
1: funny.
3: Um yeah. Also, you yeah, know what that's I'm looking so- at. Good, man. Mike on Corey, you know what i'm really looking into i i, I put in a couple bids on them uh nordrum 2
1: oh uh, yeah yeah dude don't See. don't
0: blow up don't do a blow up the spot some... i've been no. watching them too no. been, i have been watching them but uh... the only reason i'm not gonna get a nordrum two is come on eric come on Aaron. no i mean Jordy. we are
4: we on a live chat dude we could do
0: this So <laughs> still live. George Jordy, now Jordy has one, and that's the only reason I'm not going to get it is I don't want to give him the satisfaction of me getting it and mm-hmm. then hearing it from from. Like Blue I Fender. told
1: you so. <laughs> so look, look at this, look at the delay though. This is the delay Ken has up. That's yeah, yeah, the, I have uh, it up. Do, do you wanna SDE hear it? it yeah, check it out. Okay,
0: so is, let me just
1: send, uh... don't, Not on a guitar
0: though. Aaron's like, don't on. say words.
1: All right, All right. Yeah, you're
0: right. Not on a guitar.
1: Yeah, go to that perfect circuit video. Yeah, I have, one.
0: I will say that I did look into this pedal a good bit, and it looks like a really quite nice pedal. Um yeah. so, uh, hold on, let me stop my
2: screen share. So yeah, yeah. I'm getting, we
4: we could we on. could get into we can get into the Nordrum too if you really want to. Yeah, y'all yeah, getting pedal. Oh but wait, but
1: wait, but wait, wait, wait. wait, before we go down and because I, I got I feel like there's a couple things that I've wanted to, to touch on. And one I'll save for last because I know it's probably going to be crazy to talk about because I've been talking about it nonstop. And yeah, so, so, so before we get into that, um, what's your thoughts on this joint? I'm about to show it on my screen. Uh, so
3: craft here, Synth
1: 2.0.
3: I think it's, I think it's, I like cool. that they
1: gave it a house. I'm glad it's not a naked synth no more. That, that right. little thing that they well, had, no, before.
3: I like, I like what I like those ideas, and they actually sound good, man. Nick Bat did a did a sonic uh, live uh, review on it where he played like the first joint and it sounded really good I I feel like this is gonna sound good too, man. I have
0: some friends who have the um, the craft and the sculpt and From what I've heard from most of my friends. They're not thrilled with the build quality even for how cheap it is uh, oh, well that, that being said they it all seem nice to really though. like the sound so it's it's one of those things where it's like okay well the build quality might be garbage but do you like the sound and which is more important to you and by how much? To me, I'm interested in it, but I also feel like and, and this is this is a really like rude statement. So like I'll, I'll be very clear about that. Can um, be you. I kind of feel like <laughs> I don't want to throw away money on something that I feel like I would use for like two seconds and then get rid of, like, or I would just something about it screams you're gonna get bored quicker than you think. Or you know what I mean.
3: Or it'll be something dope to have in your backpack with your NPC live. That's word. That's, no, that's yeah,
0: for it, sure. It, like it, it looks great as a portable piece of gear and all. But for me personally, when, when the way that I work, I just feel like I wouldn't put it in my backpack. Like it would either be by itself or it wouldn't be in my backpack at all. Like I'm not that guy.
3: Ken's gonna have it like next to his backpack, next to like a meatball sub or something. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, well not like because I Corey knows. Like I use I use portable gear a ton. Yeah, like yeah. I, I keep stuff with me in my car. I always have a, a portable recorder. I always have like a Volca Beats mm-hmm. and MPC Live. Like I always have something. Even my modular. Like I bring. Bro. I have a a three U section of my modular that I always bring with me. And General.
1: Ken will take them joints to Costco.
4: I do. Come <laughs> out here waiting S, on them like, to come back.
0: Dude, like you know how boring it is, like grocery shopping. Come on. So, like, I, I do ridiculous things like this, but at the same time, like this looks like something to me that I just don't. Ah, man, it it just didn't scratch that itch in the right way. I don't know why.
1: Yeah. I think they're kind of dope. I like the you know what I think is dope about modal though? What I think, well, at least is what's interesting. I'm gonna stop sharing this for a minute. What at least I think is interesting is that they hit the market with the biggest shit they could possibly hit the market with. And
3: then with the I smallest joint.
1: Right? Yeah, now they flipped it on its head. Like they they came in with the biggest, most expensive sense, and then they 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 came out with the one joint, is a double two, and then they did. The the 8 or whatever it is, I can't remember the names, but it was like big joint after big joint after yeah. rack size big joint after big price tag after big price tag, and then now they dropping them down to like two ninety nine cents that they throw it out there. But I think
3: I think they all suffer with the same problem, the build quality, because yeah. because even with the real expensive sense, like I heard they sounded good, mm-hmm. but they weren't really built like,
0: like yeah, what good. they were priced at, yeah. so. Corey and I had done a lot of shows like where, like we did interviews with modal and you know, I will just say when I put actual hands on, on them, I wasn't thrilled. Like I personally, Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of it to be perfectly Frank was personal taste. So the, the hand or the, the, the solid aluminum knobs that they use, I, in theory sounded great. When I actually put my hands on them, I didn't love them. Um, like I would even prefer like cheaper Rogan knobs from like Mutable Instruments on it. Like I just mm-hmm. didn't like the way it felt. The buttons didn't feel great. Some of the oh, demo you units are right that I I saw, about the buttons, Joe. Some of the demo units that I saw, some of the buttons were actually broken and pushed in. Now, granted, these are demo units that were used on a you know on a convention floor. Um, at so but like the one, the, the ones at KnobCon like on were broken, yeah. and I'm like. I'm like, okay, so so yeah, I get it, it's demo, but at the same time, I'm like, it's demo, like it's on a, you're showing this off to people, and it has pushed in buttons, like that's not a great look. And then the worst thing that really kept me from going modal was the fact that their um, A to D converters in them are really low res, and the, so like the filters, and if you send it CV, all that stuff, you get steppy filters that was because... the biggest
1: thing honestly after we realized how steppy the filters were i was done i was like uh oh, well there it is <laughs> I mean, you right. know Yo, steppy so
0: like filters dave smith like gets away most... with steppy filters but <laughs> his stuff isn't four grand unless you're getting like a profit right. X. like i Yo. just couldn't see it for for the for the price of these units I felt like everything should be over specced not mm-hmm. just barely spec or under spec it,
3: it has to be, be like over-spec'd. Roland it has to be like Roland over spec like you know how And that's over-spec'd. the thing, is
0: the Roland stuff <laughs> is like absolutely yeah. the Matrix Brute, the digital control on the filters for that over specced like filter control modulation cv all that kind of stuff should be over spec to the point where You should never ever have like the harmonics should be well. You should never have a
1: four thousand dollar synth that you have to worry about things that you would have to worry about on a a, a sub one thousand dollar synth, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's part of the thing. They should high end things should be high end because they take all of that stuff into consideration and raise the level quite a bit. You should get great value out of it. Um, that's not to take away. But those things, those joints do sound good. They make good sound and sense, but it's just that kind of stuff. You can't short folks on that kind of stuff.
3: Yo, that's like the most like niche insult you could say, like at a knob con or something, like yeah, yo, my (laughs) man got Yo yeah, my man got steppy filters.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh man. Yeah,
1: Steve, it's like, like Wu-Tang skit. Get the out. Insult, go to, they got garbage down the way. They got like, steppy filters down the, the way. Like, like <laughs> the that,
0: that my kids throw in in this household is cuz my kids are always on the net like, they're, they're like yo your internet's slow. Like that's <laughs> that's not going to hit you, right? Yeah. Yo. <laughs> and, and that to me is like that to me is like yeah, that's the equivalent right there. Yeah, you like, got Steppy like, filters, son.
3: Like, like, yo, 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 your your girl told me you got Steppy filters. Your girl
4: <laughs> oh, told me.
0: Wow. <laughs> and this movie like, that Steppy filters filter <laughs> People poke fun wow. at the fact that I can't stand Dave Smith filter control uh, because, like, all all of his filters are Steppy like that, all of them. But the fact is, is like, there's no reason it should be that way. There's no re and like now, the, the reasons that they give are complete and utter bullshit. So I bring it up, like I'll never stop bringing it up until he upgrades and freaking mans up and just puts proper control over his filters. Like, nah, if you son. really want it to be semitone control over a filter, let that be a. Freaking oh my god!
3: Yeah, Ken is like, nah, son, don't mess with her. She got steppy filters. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> like, it, it makes me so mad.
0: Oh man. It makes me so angry because I. Like, man, steppy filters and like, <laughs> a, a, and but but he's about this for the next week? To, to, so to,
1: to to be fair about the steppy filter, not to be fair, not to say it's not, <laughs> but the, the thing about it is Ken made me realize about certain steppy filters when he would he would say push the resonance up and then sweep the filter, but I and musically I'm never doing that,
0: that well, that's and the, that's, that's the happening. thing is, so that's for how those I think of people us get away like Steel. It. Like like myself and like Steele, who we actually do sound design and we're creating sounds for people to use. A lot of the times mm-hmm. those sounds are going to be one shots or they're going to be like an ambience that you're sweeping something by hand. That's when it becomes really noticeable.
4: Yeah, like I
3: create, I create drum sounds actually with the filter. Like one of the reasons why I bought the SLB filter is because that thing is massive when you're just playing the filter as a kick drum. It's... Like- it's
0: The only filter in here that I have two of because I like it that much.
3: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: That being said, so just to get back to the sound design aspect of it, it's like if your argument is, well, the filters aren't steppy unless you're doing sound design and blah, 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 it's like, well, then you might as well just get a freaking digital synth. Like, yeah. if your if your filter sounds digital the way you control it, why not get a digital <laughs> synth anyway? You know, Steppy
1: filter thing is going wild in the your, chat. <laughs> <step-by-filter> <laughs> yo,
0: yo, there's, there's two insults. It's
3: like, like
1: club DJ. <laughs> Yo, it's
3: like, like Steppy filter, or the other insult is like MPC live envelopes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Which, by the way. <laughs> Backhand slap to Akai because I hate your envelopes. I want to <laughs> slap whoever decided that that would be the only envelope that you have in your NPC Live and X. Good God, uh, what were you thinking? Yeah, yo, moving on. No, no, you know, no. What,
1: what, one thing about that though, I, I I hope that at some point they start to include other filter types. Where you, may, it would be dope if you go into the NPC or you could choose uh, different envelope types. I mean, where yeah. you could use different filter types. It would be dope if you could choose uh, different types of well, envelopes, and if they just add. Display.
0: Yeah. You have a touch screen display that's really nice for editing these envelopes. Word. Why not allow me to grab the middle of the slope, and instead of it having it be uh, logarithmic, let me just drag it and make mm, that linear. sucker exponential, and do what I want with the filter curves. Yeah, like yeah. if yeah, the deep mind dumb. can do it, why can't I do it on my live? Come on, man. Well, you know what. Yeah. Don't we, you we don't tear know how back, much talk me.
3: No, we just don't know how much we don't know how much programming that takes. So that's something that I'm like, that's I wish I could thing, have too. that. Yeah, yeah, like I wish well, I could have that, but it might it might just take some work and it might. Well, you know. I do
0: to an extent. I do I do know to an extent, and what okay. I'll say is, yes, like like what Corey is saying, they could just involve different filter types. That that's absolutely possible. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? At the end of the day, they made a choice, yeah, but for creating instruments, which is. Admittedly, it's something that's kind of further down the development of the MPC with 2.3 and the fact that you can do multi sampling now it's it's extremely important that they revamp filter, uh, uh, not filters, but um, Envelope. envelopes mm-hmm. and make that mm-hmm. better, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that would be dope. But yo, OK, let's, let's flip the script a little bit. Um, how we having this show? And we ain't mentioned mode one. No, hey! no, 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 no. This
0: Nothing. is all you. That's, so, all
4: you, that's all you. because yeah, none of us got none of us
0: got a Moog one. That's why I mean. Corey. I don't Has been hitting us up every day. Like yo, look at this Moog one video. Look at this Moog one. Yo, I'm gonna get a Moog one. Yo, help me convince my wife to buy me a Moog one.
3: Corey, on. Corey's like yo. If my wife calls in of y'all, I just need y'all to suggest to her Mogue one.
1: That's right. That's right. Wow. I was actually at breakfast the other day, and and uh, it was funny because she was saying about how she had bought me the NPC five thousand years ago, and uh, she's like, "I knew you knew what it was under the Christmas tree." I was like, "Well, yeah, it was the biggest shit ever. Like it was just sitting under there." Then, then she was like, "And that's all. That's the most I could do. I'm not, you know, I knew how to say that. All the other sense that you be talking about, I don't know how to say that." And I looked at my daughter. I said, "Help me say it." Moog one. That's so simple. Moog. One, that's all you need to know anyway. That probably ain't gonna happen, but here's the thing we haven't had a show since uh it's been announced, and I think we should probably uh give it some time and kind of talk about what's what. Well, what's your thoughts on the Moog One? And I know the first thing is going to be like it's too expensive, right? No,
3: it's not. Oh, well, I've go. calmed night, down on
0: the price, I've <laughs> it is still too expensive, but I've calmed I don't, down I don't on, on, on that.
3: I don't think it's that expensive because when you think about how many cents you're getting in one? I think mm-hmm. it's,
1: it's three. It's three cents and, one, and three is still more.
0: No, we and know. Andromeda still gives you sixteen. Can we know? Separate. We, we but know. That's not all. Disc- <laughs> wait, wait, wait,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on, right there. Sixteen uh, voices, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sixteen MIDI channels, so it's so it's a uh, multi-timbral, but it's not sixteen polyphonic cents.
0: No, no, no. It's yeah. So it's three. And that's what I was getting at is that the it's it's surprising how similar it and the it old the ass Andromeda right? are mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. so the Andromeda will give you 16 completely separate mono synths, or you can combine them in any order you want, right? Mm-hmm. The Moog one will give you three. Three now, polyphonic
1: synths. Or you can add the that's amount right. of voices to each one. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So that I is. got I got a question. I have a real yeah. important question. And this maybe maybe I'm just ignorant. Who's buying one synth to do to use it that way? And not me. Like, if you buy Andromeda, you're really gonna use sixteen mono voices on the Andromeda.
0: Well, no, no, no I agree, with, with, you. No, I agree with you. I
1: agree with you on that. But analog synth, same to with use the that, sixteen though. mono synths.
3: No, exactly. So, <laughs> so for me, I'm just, I'm just like, bruh, yeah, If I'm gonna have sixteen mono synths, I'm gonna have sixteen different synths. I'm not gonna <laughs> use one to right. do it. I mean, well, well,
1: the magic in that. The reason why I bring
0: that up, though, is you could set it up as four. You could set it up as five. You know what I mean? But the point being, the point just being is that, like, it's interesting that so Moog has been developing this for like ten years or whatever, and this is what they came out with. The thing that really gets me, like, wondering, and really gets me, like, interested in the whole thing, because. I'm I'm only really really interested in it if so they they put a lot they put a lot into the juice platform or, or is it juice or is it Linux that that's running by Oh it's it?
1: both they, they have Linux, okay uh,
0: my Ju- point is this so there's a top of the cable screen. port on the back right that they say is for diagnostics if something goes wrong first off if i pay you eight grand bitch, nothing better go wrong i will (laughs) smack you right (laughs) second the other thing is, is that all i keep thinking about is you better introduce some sort of digital magic to this thing meaning not and i don't just mean the eventide effects i mean like Throw in some wavetables with an update, like throw in.
3: Well, Ken, that, that's shipping. that's possible. Like, that's that the reason why that's and possible. I, I see it, I well, see the, it as possible. Dude, that's what
0: I'm hoping for. Most
3: of our plugins, core gadget is all built on juice. So the mm-hmm. fact of introducing introducing any kind of update that's going to be substantial to the firmware, but we don't
0: know if that ju- if, if if there's an audio path for that stuff. I feel, you, know. I, feel, I feel like it would be,
1: but I don't know that for sure. And that's what so, I'm he, hoping. Here's the dope thing about but they do uh, build how they built it.
3: They do build plugins for the other synths. Like, look yeah. at the controllers that they built for a sub thirty seven, even for the Minotaur. So you figure they might be building a. Well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I yeah. mean, I
0: look at their iOS apps. Yeah. And like the Model Fifteen uh-huh. and uh, Animog. That stuff is great. TheraMini, yeah. That stuff is great. I just want to see that incorporated in this, <clears throat> and we don't know if that's going to happen.
1: We don't so, hold on. Know. Let me let there's somebody asking a, a question about it where he says, where are there three cents or three multiples?" So here's how the thing works, right? If you look at the, the pictures on the screen, kind of towards the center and the bottom, you'll see uh panel focus, synth one <laughs> button, synth two button, and synth three button. If you have the eight voice or if you have a sixteen voice, you can go to like synth one. And this is a total different synth like each one of them a totally different sense they each have an arp, they each have a sequencer they each have you know effects inserts and then the master inserts outside of that but you can click on synth one and uh you can assign it say four voices then you can click on the next one and assign that eight voices what's that 12 and then whatever you might want to do you can make one a mono synth mm-hmm. and they operate independently and and that's what's dope so yeah they literally are and you can address them by midi so Synth one has a MIDI channel. Synth two has a MIDI channel. And synth three has a MIDI channel. You can use that like you have three separate either mono synths or analog polyphonic synths sitting wow. in, in one box. Right. So then on top of that, the way they did this, these are all discrete components. So it's not just a chip. So this whole joint is all discrete components um, and they have, uh, the, it's digital control, so it, it's uh, using digital control, but it has Linux on it and mm-hmm. they're using juice. So it's like Mr. Magic Wondercent, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and I, you know, I know a lot of people are like, it sounds classic. Who, wh- why would you put it in sounds like it's old? But I don't know, when I sat and played it at, uh, at Guitar Center, man, it, it, w- it was so much more than just that. You know what mm. I'm saying? Yeah, it sounds classic, but... There yeah, was-
3: I want to make it sound like a nuisance.
1: Yeah. But that's, that's
0: the thing. That is that is the that is the flip side of it is people are paying crazy money for CS80s and Jupiter 8s. And mm-hmm. it's like now you have a nuisance that has a warranty that has a company behind it that's present.
3: That can be updated through Ethernet.
0: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yep. So, so on that level, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's cool. There are some things that, like, we could get into the nitty-gritty, and, and I guess for the people watching the show, um, we can comment on some of the things like, um, so Paul over at SynthTech, just to put him on blast because he's a great guy, uh, kind of, <laughs> he's an engineer's engineer. Keep in mind, this is the guy behind, like, BlackBerry engineering. Um, designed well, the Moog things. MG1 for, yeah. Uh, yeah. for mm-hmm. realistic. Um, you know, this is this is like a real electrical engineer and he picks apart everything he picked apart the rolling modules when they came out and he's like oh my god they're way over spec he picked apart the Moog 1 and he's like what the hell is this there was a lot of stuff that was kind of like not the highest quality that he was seeing on there What's he
1: mostly talking about? Components in the inside, yeah, or what? Was he like the outside? type
0: of pots that they're using, you know, the mm-hmm. type of the type of chips that they're using, that kind of thing, right? And he's just finding a lot of um, what he would consider cut corners. Now, keep in mind, Paul is one of those guys that's like, if you please, Paul, you are in rare, rare territory. Like Paul, like is, you. Yeah, yeah, but he's like me, except actually knows what he's doing right so like Paul that, is, what does that mean <laughs> I mean he has a comp- he has not only does he have a degree in, you know a, a proper master electrical engineering degree but the guy's got like 30 40 years in the trade too you know what mm-hmm. I mean like this guy is top level but he pulls it apart and he's just like what the hell like he creates eurorack modules and he's like my Eurorack modules have better pots than this blah 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 you know. Which is one side of it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like if you're paying that much money, you expect it to be like bespoke and yeah, super
1: style. And- well, that's exactly what we have talked about before. With I want uh, shaved the truffles on my. But you get warm, to a, a certain price point. But you get to a certain price point, you expect everything to be top notch, top notch luxury, right? Like that's not a that's not a cheap synth um, by any stretch of imagination. But I'll tell you. It's like one of those things, man. It's like, it's like, <laughs> this is going to be a weird little analogy, but so I was downtown LA, and you know, uh, I'm always talking crap about like the reality show broads. That stuff is crazy. Those people, they always acting crazy, looking crazy, and then. I was downtown L.A. and I ran into one of those reality show chicks from one of them Atlanta shows, and I was like, "Holy shit, she's gorgeous!" <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like that when you sit in front what of the mold, you, one no matter what you get know,
2: shot?
1: huh? I said,
3: "Who's about to get shot?"
1: Oh, nobody's going <laughs> to get shot. There's no guns in this house. So, are about, uh, about
3: to die. <laughs> about to die. <laughs> Your wife in the background, like, like who?
1: <laughs> no, but but that's my point is right when uh when you sit in front of the Moog One, it doesn't matter what you think or what you know. It's an impressive bit of machinery yeah. sitting in yeah. front of you, and it's gorgeous. The keys feel like like buzz, the best key bit I've ever felt. And what's weird is that the uh, black keys, the black keys are all matte, and it's an interesting thing. The which is super dope. So- yeah, that's super yeah, dope yeah.
0: because I will say like there's certain keybeds that I have in my lab that I love, and the only thing I don't like about them is that they have glossy, um, sharp keys, and that it mm-hmm. irritates me because my finger will roll off of those a little too easy. Um, so that's like yeah. it, it's such a minor thing, but I do really like that.
1: I liked it, man. It felt it felt nice too. I mean, it, it was a a really nice playing experience, and um, and that touchpad on the side. Uh, let me see if I could, if they got a picture of that. But the touchpad on the side where the the uh, modulation wheels are, it feels like a uh MPC pad, <clears throat> but you know, obviously a little thinner. But the that is that kind of surface MPC pad type of surface. Hmm. Um, it's I would really nice. Of and,
0: probably want it to be a little bit slicker. Yeah, like it's a not chaos it's, pad, it's, because it, you're doing X Y movement. So I would want but it, it but, to but be it smooth. feels you you're right so it it definitely
1: is yeah it's like if you took your hand on the npc pad and kind of rubbed it across and it was like the size of two or three npc pads and it's very that was one
0: of the things about the rolly that i always thought was kind of a little bit odd is um i haven't played the blocks ones but i played the rise and like i was invited out to a couple of rolly events and whenever i played a rolly and i did the movements now I don't own one so it's and I've heard from many people that it is very much a um an acquired taste and like you have to learn how to play it blah 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 mm-hmm. but I always felt like when you press into the rollie and you slide it kind of like it makes it creates ripples. a wave a ripple yeah it ripples. and it kind of hampers your movement a little bit and and I yeah. always felt like man that should be smoothed out a little bit so it doesn't feel so difficult for me to make these movements
1: yeah well in that case with that that's the truth but with this pad on the on the the Moog one it's it's different than that it it really has the firmness sort of, of a mpc pad but it doesn't feel like it's uh any it's creating any sort of impediment to your work how do you, know did what you mean? feel about the
0: knobs the knobs oh. and the switches because i i heard from other people that weren't so happy about that one of the one of which i know bought one so mm-hmm. he's not like He's not poo-pooing it. Like, he bought yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. He and bought it. he's right. like, oh, I don't really like how these feel.
1: Well, here's what I'll say. I only had so much time with it. The knobs didn't, like, jump out at me right off the bat. But at the same time, it's not the thing that I walked away thinking, like, wow, that's really good. Like, I walked away thinking about the modulation, the the wheels on the side, that touchpad, the key mm-hmm. bed. You know what I'm saying? The general build quality. But I, I don't know that I made – there was no real – register of what has a
0: range like Like, Mm -hmm. so if you remember the slim fatty or little fatty i Mm -hmm. absolutely hate the knobs on the little fatty like with a passion they're one of my 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 most hated knobs i just don't like how (laughs) loose they are like they just at least the one that i had it felt super just cheap Mm -hmm. um the on the other hand i love the sub fatty and granite and, and the sub 37 and i know about the whole debacle with the plastic pots on them i don't care like it's about how it feels viscosity wise and all of that um you know if you're involved in synth design you'll know that like certain pots have different viscosities to them mm-hmm. i liked how i love how the sub 37 feels as a synth like i don't feel like it feels cheap at all i feel like it feels built really really well um, that's how
3: the grandmother feels yeah and 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 to
0: me like that's fine so like if if people are decrying the moog one for feeling the same way that a sub 37 feels i'm like well that's much about nothing because i really like how that feels
1: yeah you know something else there's, there's a lot of little things that that make uh the moog one pretty dope like for instance the the um what is it? The the little those little LED screens, the little screens that are beneath the the oscillators, where you can kind of do, you can see what the oscillator is looking like on the oscillator side. It's not in the main window, but mm-hmm. then then you have some other things where you can kind of tilt. But that's also the not an actual form.
0: oscilloscope, right? Like from what I understand, that's just like a visual representation.
1: I think it's just a visual visual representation. Which is
0: fine. I mean, like you know. Yeah. the other thing is
1: is every section section on the the screen on the panel has a little triangular button in the upper right hand corner i I think it's all upper right hand corners but anyway it's a little triangular button you press it and what that does is it it brings up that section on the center screen which is kind of dope it's a really dope convenience so it doesn't feel like you you're diving a lot into menus because You know if you say if you're in an oscillator section you just hit the little triangle and it brings up everything about that in the window or if you're in the filter or whatever it might be or the the fm section you can kind of just hit the little triangle so it's, it's real dope that way. Um, I like
0: what they're doing with the whole modulation of the waveform and tilting of the waveform and yeah, all that. Yeah. Um, that's pretty dope. She's Have you heard anything that. about as far as the keybed having poly aftertouch or anything in an update? Because I think I had heard something about that. but I I don't know, recall
1: I... hearing about anything like that.
0: So I'm not 100% sure. I do feel like it's really surprising that there's a lack of poly aftertouch in mm-hmm. synthesizers today, let alone just straight up MPE, but like inbuilt poly aftertouch seems to be very minimal in a lot of these synths today, which Ooh. is like, why? You know, like I have a I an SQ80 directly behind me right now. Um, you can kind of see it in the corner there. Um, that's got poly aftertouch. Granted, it's a really weird poly aftertouch, but it's there. You would think, like, with the push towards MPE these days with uh, Rolly and uh, the instrument and that kind of thing, you would think that people would start adopting that to their keybeds. Well,
3: well, I don't know how much of a push that actually really is because it's kind of a specialized thing.
4: Like, yeah, I don't really you know, use it, for for it that much. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's a certain kind of playing style. But though. if you're
0: if you're paying eight thousand dollars for a piece of kit, you better be a player. No,
4: no, but you
0: but you know
3: what though is that? <laughs> it, That's can, true. Can, you you can, probably would feel you that better, way, like look, you better be a player. But my my brother, let me tell you, I'll be. It's not
1: going to necessarily be that way, especially like, uh, when you got a huge synth with all that power is so much my programmability G, and, look, and three cents built in with sequences right it's gonna my be G,
3: i have i have worked with people that they're like yo i got that new um i got that new golden crusted oh, and then i'm golden like yo put they're, they're like they're like yo put, i'm like hey play a uh, uh, a major and they're like yo that's with three fingers or we're like we're like two and
2: just
0: like, <laughs> yo, 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 listen, uh, listen, I get what you're saying. You don't necessarily have to be a basketball player to buy the latest top level Jordans and whatnot. I oh, mean, that's quite damn
1: different. My <laughs> that's post. totally different. That's totally different. <laughs> but it's I know, really know what you're doing. It's,
0: really <laughs> it's really not different. You're paying a premium. Oh, no, I get it. A performance I get it.
3: piece of equipment. It should have it, it should be everything premium on it. So yeah, look, I,
1: I want to call your attention to the uh, um, on this page that I got up on the point. screen. That's the XY pad, and you can kind of see it's not the typical just like plastic touch surface. It's more like a rubber pad. You know, oh, what I mean? can see
4: the texture. That's dope.
1: Yeah, yeah. And the uh, thing that I was telling you about, if you see this this image here, those little triangles in the right hand section, on the in the right hand corner. Basically, you hit that triangle button, and then it brings that section Ooh. up on the screen. Yeah, you know I mean, wow, so, so that's very cool. A bunch of digging uh, through the through the menus and stuff. So, but yo, just, Co- on each section,
4: uh, Corey, are, if you end up actually picking this one up, do you think you're gonna keep your curtain set current setup, or are you gonna actually let some sense go? You're gonna it's switch probably, things around.
1: Yeah, it'll probably be a situation where I switch things around and let a couple yeah, of things go. Enough. But but at the same time, though. It the tough thing about it is it's kind of like you know how it is with, with cats that have gears about certain textures and and different stuff like that. Um, I don't think it could replace my Voyager, even though they're both Mogues. And right. I know you know what I'm saying? I, I just kinda yeah. there's something that you want out of the the Voyager that that kind of there's a round base that I just love out of that joint. And I think you could probably get to it. And one of these joints to save it uh, you know in the Moog one or something Corey, like that Corey,
3: that's that's why i'm going modular man because if i want yeah. a
1: voyager i just build one that's true
0: <laughs> Corey, can i ask you a question um let me let me ask you about this filter um so they have the the classic moog filter in there um yeah. i don't know if it has uh resonance gain compensation or not um but I what i do wonder is not, it also has a state it. variable filter in it have, have you seen anything about like what the state variable filter design is? Like, is it based on a SEM or is it its own design? Or like what? You know,
1: they don't, I don't, I've, I haven't heard anything about what it's based on. They haven't really said from what I understand, but anytime they mention it, they always end up mentioning Oberheim. <laughs> you know what Do I mean? That. Like okay, yeah. okay. So yeah. then we can they, probably
0: they, assume that that's kind of what it's based around. That yeah, that well, makes, they keep saying makes, you can get it, it might be wrong, it, but it, yeah. but that's what we're just gonna have to assume if that's what they're saying. But that know? makes
3: sense based on the kind of based on of that it's a poly, and you know if they're gonna use that filter voice structure, um, kind of Oberheim has kind of proven that that works. Like whatever yeah. filter that is with with poly voices, um. We've only really heard. Well, well, what filter did they use in the memory mode? Oh,
0: I don't know. um, That the filter I believe is actually um, discrete, and the oscillators were chips, if I can recall correctly. Okay. Um, I have to double check on that. Somebody's going to kill me if I'm wrong on that. But um, of course, I don't have a memory mode, and I don't have five grand to spend on one, and nor do I have any intentions of it. My so point he, being he is, is the that gets thing. back to the whole like Andromeda is extremely similar because the Andromeda has literally like so the so they're the the main the major major difference between them two is that the Andromeda uh Arturia had custom made chips where they designed the filter of the Moog right they Arturia, did a mini Moog least. filter well, uh, yeah, Arturia made the Andromeda they did a mini Moog filter and an Oberheim center filter, and then they put them both onto a chip, right? And stamped them both to a chip. And the oscillators, right? So they actually, like, they laid out all this um, design and stamped it all to a chip. The problem was is that those chips started failing. And Mm -hmm. if you go to my channel, stupid plug, uh, if you go to the Flux With It channel, (laughs) I have an interview with Glenn Darcy where he explains, like, how... The chips over time started to fail, and that's why they stopped production of the Andromeda and whatnot. Wait, Andromeda or, or,
3: or Origin?
0: The Andromeda. This so is he was animal.
1: with Elise's first. So that's, I think, that's why I can't keep oh, going back the Andromeda. Clint so Darcy arturia. was with the Andromeda Wait, as Ar- right. Oh, no,
0: You're right, you're right, you're right. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm all <laughs> right. Twisted. So, but, and, but
1: but Glenn Darcy is, was the guy, he worked at Alesis and in uh, Akai Yeah, the same he, was, he was at Alesis, about. Then he left the Kai to go to Arturia where they made the origin Sorry and, about and, that, you know. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that was my fault So anyway, point mm-hmm. being is, is that they made these chips that had the same filter design in them, right? And same oscillator designs in them So the difference is mainly that on the Moog One you can do a lot more with the filter as far as like changing the angle and the symmetry and all that kind of stuff right um but the cool thing is is that you can um you can split it out you know what i mean into 16 parts the moog one you have the three parts but they they kind of use that same pathway of like a ladder filter and a sem Mm -hmm. filter and that's why i'm like wow this is surprisingly similar like over 10 years later it's like Mm -hmm. why are you doing that over 10 years later, you're kind of remake. Granted, the Moog is more discreet, and it's got this mm-hmm. powerful back end. But that is what keeps making me think, man, I really hope they do something with the digital side of this.
1: Man. I feel like I feel like I hope they do. And that, that's, you know, it yes to be seen. Uh, it remains to be seen.
0: I, I
3: feel like Arturia kind of started to do that with the origin mm-hmm. uh, because... On the digital side, you could switch out components internally within that environment in the origin that kind of made it like a super powerful sense.
1: Like yeah, it was a know? very powerful sense. It was and like a virtual sort of Euro rack. Yeah, of like, yeah,
3: bro, that sense was and it sounded
1: good. Yeah.
3: It sounded really good.
1: Like so here, here's one of the things that I noticed too about uh with with the the, the one with the sequencer that's on it. And and I think there's other joints that do this, but, you know, uh, Joe from Sounds and Gear, St. Joe from Sounds and Gear and I were talking. And what's that synth that he has over here? I reviewed it and I can't remember. What is it? The big joint. Not Mod X, but the other one.
3: Oh, the, the montage.
1: Yeah, the montage. So the thing is about the way the modulation is, how you can sequence all the different modulations, you have that that super otherworldly sort of uh modulation that you can do so on the Moog one's a similar thing you can you can program or you can sequence in the sequence of modulation so that when you're playing the modulation is playing and it's kind of stepping through the sequences so it's creating all this kind of so basically sort of basically
3: a voltage block
1: in, mm-hmm. in the exactly one in the, in the Moog one yeah it's okay crazy. so i'll just build one <laughs>
4: <laughs> <you> I'll <laughs> just build it.
3: Y'all can keep that. Y'all can keep that egg, man. I'll give well, me
4: a... that that kind of brings me back to this thing I've been thinking about the whole time you guys been talking is like you, Corey, in particular, because you're really hyped on the uh, on the Moog One. What is it about? Like, is there a specific sound that you think is missing from what you're trying to do that you think that the Moog One has? Polyphony. Just a... <laughs> well, nah Well, besides polyphony, because we can get a lot of um, polyphonic synthesizers, mm-hmm. but is it something that the um, the Moog one is doing, or does it sound? Is is, is there something in that that's like I have to have that for my future tracks, or else? I mean, I gotta have it. That's the sound I've been well, looking for. I think for. it's the
1: whole thing together. One, it's uh, it's the that classic Moog sound, but when I sit and play it, it's it's something else that's kind of new too, though, right? So yeah, I got a a couple poly synths over here, but it don't necessarily sound like that, and I think I like the idea of having you know the way the sequences are uh three different synths and one kind of it's just a lot of power under the hood and behind the thing and when i'm playing when i was playing it and then with those effects too right because it has effects. and i mean it's just like the whole package just sounds damn good and it is it's just a powerful freaking synth i feel like uh so it's just like with anything else when you sit down in front of different Equipment you tend to think a little different and, and it tend to drives a little bit differently how you might create with this versus that
3: How, how did the Moog one sound without effects?
1: Uh, I Thought it sounded pretty good without effects. Um, uh, I can't say that I sat there and went too in-depth You talking to a guy that had maybe an hour and a half sitting behind it. It sounded pretty decent without mm. effects. But it sounded glorious with effects and modulation.: Because the reason why, <laughs> you know what I mean? nice. The reason yeah.
3: why I'm asking is because for the same price, you can get that eventide H9000 uh, rack unit, um, which has 16 H9s in it.:
1: Yeah, for the same price, though, just the effects. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cory Corey, Corey it's, it's
3: Corey, it's okay, no, Corey, it. no, no, no. Yes. It's it's yes. six, it's sixteen of these, and it the effects can go mm-hmm. in and out. You can process both ways.
1: Right, right. That's dope. So yeah, it's I like, front, like I can't front on that. It's the rack mount joint. I saw it because you told yeah, me about it's,
3: it. It's it's like it's like probably one of the last rack mount effects units you'll ever need because it's literally think about the H nine, the fully maxed one. mm-hmm Think about sixteen of those in one right.
1: track unit. Yeah, that's ill. I can't front on that. That's ill. That's what's him. up. That's yep.
3: wild. So yeah. for me, I'm just like, mm, I'll just hook up Omnisphere to one of those things and I'll be straight. Mm-hmm. I'm or- trying to hear the mug One on a track
4: though. I'm. I haven't heard anybody. Do you know any um like top level producers actually producing with the Mogwan One at the moment?
1: I think uh Flylow has one. I saw some video of him. Somebody in the studio with Flylo and somebody else. They they have. I'm gonna uh, have one. I'm gonna I have think one. you
0: got to give it time too. i yeah, mean you definitely got to give like, it time. That's like when, when I got into that conversation. Um, so Mark Doty had com- commented <laughs> on the yeah I know. It's, so Mark Doty had commented on the 808 and was basically saying he was trying to imply that the 808 had the, a similar history to the 303, which is laughable at best. Um, and he said uh oh yeah you know the the 808 wasn't really accepted and it didn't it didn't get you know any popular use for a long time after it came out blah 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 and it was like nah dude that's not like true. It had number one <laughs> hits like two years after it came out what the yeah. hell are you talking about and he didn't want to accept that at all but, you know, Bambada and them had been using it, and and it had that, definitely it, it, it had it, it is, major, he, major usage. you've got to give a little asshole. bit of time after a piece of gear comes out before you start really hearing it on tracks like that. Because guess what? Not only does creative content take a little bit of time, but then there's the back end of pressing up you know, records and you know, at least back then, pressing up records and getting out of the distribution and all that. Well Nowadays, that's, why my, still... that's why
4: my that's why my question's applicable because we're in a digital age so everything's being uploaded. So I'm assuming that somebody would have made a track by now. It's been out for like a there's couple, a couple months, of right? demos on no, YouTube. No, yeah, yeah, there's no, a couple I mean, yeah. of demos, yeah. not demo, but actual like music. No,
3: there's, there's dudes. Yeah, there, yeah, there's dudes there's making dude music compositions with it. Um, it That's yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh what's this guy's name? Uh his name is Elric. Hold on. He he's the guy that gets every synth and then just makes I want to hear I want to hear it, it. because
4: uh-huh. I, I wanna see how it sits in the mix. And my, my fear is that it does like that same thing that the um like the Juno does where it just um where it just takes over. You know, it takes over the track when you when you hit it when with all that polyphony. You know?
3: Oh, um e Gelsey. He, He's he... Yeah, it's E H S A N G E L S I. He does things where he it's the Moog one, grandmother, system fifty five and the Digitech. He's just yeah, making that music. Was dope.
1: That's it. That's the one oh, I was wow. thinking of. Yeah, he's dope
3: oh, and wow, his okay. stuff is
1: dope. You yeah, know who team else team. has one that I'm actually excited to hear how to use it? We are king. That though those oh, yeah. uh yeah, uh, uh, oh yeah, that that girl group, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're
4: she, really good.
1: Her chord selection and the way she plays is so soulful and so ill. I oh, can't yeah, mm. like Corey. That, that's that's another thing I was gonna tell you. Like when I
3: first saw the Mogwan videos, I was like, eh. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about this joint because <laughs> right, right. everybody was like quack, 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 quack on that joint and I was just like mm. I'm going to have to give it some time until I know somebody that has musical taste that matches my yes. perspective
2: is mm-hmm. going to play
3: mm-hmm. the, because even when Robert Glasper played it, I was expecting Robert him to play. Glasper I was ex- crazy right I, was, I, was, I didn't well, expect put well, pl- <laughs> No, he was playing it like a clap mm-hmm, He was Yeah, he, he had a clap setting on it so you could only Which
1: hear doesn't, it. Really, doesn't really give you the it doesn't the, give you the, the of color perspective. Of the synth. Yeah, it or, doesn't really give you good perspective on the synth accent. Or even when
3: Chick Corea was playing it, he was playing with, with a triangle wave with a tiny bit of modulation on it and mm-hmm. a little bit of reverb. He wasn't re- he was playing the Chick Corea sound that you hear on right. on Return to Forever albums. He was playing that same lead mm-hmm. that he plays. On the on the Moog one. So for me, I was like, man, I know these are killer musicians, but I don't really hear any sound examples yet mm-hmm. that's blowing me away. Um, so that's kind of how I felt um, when I first heard it. Then I saw this dude making music with it, and I was like, yo, this thing is pretty dope. And I already spoke to my wife. I told her I'm gonna get me one of these. Like, well, yeah. let
0: me let me just say this. So, which um. Well, no, not which, but I feel like there's a polar opposite kind of thing going on right now um, between (coughs) the Moog One and the Quantum, Mm -hmm. the Waldorf Quantum. The Waldorf Quantum speaks to me more than the Moog One because... The quantum to me says like I'm the future. I'm trying to do something different. I'm trying to I do agree with that. that hasn't been done the Moog one to me says I'm classic, but I'm trying to do classic in a in, in a more powerful way, which is great, too. But to me, I, I think the, my the money quantum, is saving towards a quantum.
3: Yeah, the quantum to me can honestly. Uh, speaks to your personality a little bit more because yeah, your name like, is Flux. Yeah. Like Flux and Quantum, two words that kind of like... They work together. And, and I know that's a really silly reason to say why it speaks to you more, but I feel like knowing you, I'm like, oh, he would definitely go for the Quantum more than he would go for the Mo One, not only because of price, but dude, I know you. I know the kind of sounds that you're striving to make. And I know that the yeah. Quantum is kind of more on in that place of what, of what you're trying to do,
1: right? And now, not right? to mention, the quantum has the quantum is next level in the way it does what it does and what it has available for you. Like, you can do multi samples, but it's not going to be multi samples the way you do multi samples anywhere else. It's multi samples <laughs> centered in the mix of all in the midst of all of that uh synthesis power. You know what I mean, like so. Mm-hmm. It's aiming to take your multi samples and turn them into other things, all the way together, different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. When, when, I heard, really... when I heard
4: you say that it had, um, um, um oh my god, I just lost my... When, you, when it when it was like kind of like the clouds, you said that it had like a, um, granular synthesis on it.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, it has a granular synthesis. Ooh. It has a resonator. It, it has uh, all kind. It ha- they say it has five different forms of sampling on wow. it. So uh, does
3: it do live sampling? Like I can hook yeah. up, I can like hook up an audio source to it and just record in.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you can sample yep. directly into it. You can do resonators. You can do wave tables. You can do does all it, kinds of great does stuff. Does it can have do a speech se- synthesis with it? You does it have do a sequencer? Yeah. So, the thing about it to me is, um, it has not. I haven't seen full demonstrations of what um, what I've fully wanted to see and. Uh, I haven't gotten my hands on it post sound designers having their hands on it. So beforehand, just not actually like, so the actual sound design process is a long drawn out process where you have to get to know a piece of instrument. You have to know where the boundaries are of it sounding good. And I get that. The time that I had with it was well before that had happened. And also short enough that I didn't get to explore those boundaries, so yep. I wasn't in love with how it sounded um, at that time. However, I think, I think your mind would change now. Well, architecturally, I really like like seventy eight percent of it. Like, there's certain things about it architecturally that I'm like, man, I really wish they had done this differently. But for the most part, it really, really intrigues me. <laughs> <clears throat> to the point where I'm saving up for one.
1: Yeah, I can't front on that. I, I, I can see why you would be saving up for one. Now, I can say, during this this synth uh event that I went to, you guys all know about it, I went there so that I could put my hands on Mog One, and apparently... Uh, Vintage King was gonna bring the Moog one and somebody bought it was the only one that they had and so they had the choice Take it to the synth fest or send it to the guy who just paid for it, right? Obviously the right thing to do was send it to the guy who paid for it So there was no Moog one at the synth fest, but the quantum was there So I went and I played the the quantum and I was pleasantly surprised at how dope it sounded and how you know the presets and the the sound design had come uh, had become a little more mature since we Checked it out at NAMM. That joint is an incredible scent.
3: It was Richard and, Divine patches, right? Because I know he's designing stuff for it.
1: I don't know if I don't I don't know if they were Richard Desi- Divine patches, but I think some of them were, and and it was it, it sounded pretty damn incredible. I'll say oh, it sounded it, incredible enough for me to say to raise an eyebrow, like hmm. Well, well, maybe I should explore my options, too, though. I
0: have a few friends <laughs> that I, I thoroughly respect as sound designers. Um, so there's Mike Huckabee. He tends to make really just not insane sounds, just very usable sounds that I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Mike Huckabee is a great sound designer. Yep. Um, I'm going to butcher this name when I say it because I've never heard it said to my face. <laughs> Uh, but I am friends with him on Facebook and whatnot, and I've worked on a lot of projects with him. Uh, Bold Gertz, I think, is his name. Uh, but he's a sound designer with, with Arturia, and he's fantastic. Probably my favorite sound designer um, as far as presets are concerned, just because he gets he strikes the right balance between, um, you know, something usable and something that's kind of reaching the boundaries of what should be done. Um. So there, there's when, when you're listening to presets of a synth. There's a, a wide range that you can go, but something about the way the Waldorf is designed speaks to me. Both yeah, I can graphic, see that. The graphical display is really pretty. So they're... Like, I'm the first person to admit... I enjoy the fact that things are elegant and pretty to work with. You know what I mean? I like that. Like, that shouldn't be something that makes you ashamed. When people talk about blinking lights in a modular... uh, Blinking lights in a modular... That shouldn't offend you. Like, you know, if you like that, you like that. That's fine. Um, But the, um, the whole... The whole design aesthetic of the Waldorf Quantum really speaks to me. It gets me excited. That's to what I know. Design on it. The- that's
1: that's what I know. I can see that. And when I was in front of the Quantum, I was thinking I could see why Ken is more excited about this. Yeah, because we, now, Ken. Right? we know we Ken. We know Ken. You, you know yeah. it already. So hey, I want to switch it up. Before we get out of here, I want to mention like if you're gonna be in LA around March 28th through 31st, there's gonna be Synthplex. Uh, hard soft modular DJ pedals and more it's going to be a synthesizer convention and um you know we probably have some pretty cool stuff coming up I'm talking to them about doing some mod Bap stuff there maybe a mod Bap panel I just have to kind of work it out and so if you're going to be around definitely check this out um I just wanted to throw that out there for Cassidy <clears clears throat> no yes yeah, oh that's, yeah 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 that's super
3: dope who's telling me out there for that but Aaron don't don't want to be talking about like mod secrets <laughs> no, no, let's no, get, no! Let's get
0: back
1: to some mod map,
3: man. <laughs> mod secrets. He, he was like, "Don't!" He's like, "Don't tell him about the Nord."
1: <laughs> he's uh, kicking you under the table.
4: <laughs> I know, right? Well, no, especially if you're trying to bid on one. I mean, they're already pretty hard to grab anyway. I yeah, haven't you know, been able to find 100%.
3: one. Yep. The thing is that yeah, the, they're hard to grab. Yeah, but I heard the the three sounds just as good. It's just the interfacing is a little bit different. So.
4: Yeah, the interface has, is has the pads different.
0: built on and you can't like you can't get it separated. Right.
4: Right. Yeah. You need it to be separated. You need to use it kind of like a module because um, I was I was actually um, joking with uh, Corey one night. It's like you start getting into it a little too much and you beat and hit the um, knobs off, you know, because it's all, cause as you're building it. But um, as it is right now, can I can you flip the camera in this thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. As it is right now. Yeah. And then you just use it with. Uh, I use it with the Octatrack, of course.
1: Go.
0: You know.
4: Um, but yeah, I'd go for that um, instead of the uh,
1: instead of the three. I like
4: the so two. So can I
0: let? Me, can I quiz you a little but you bit? You can't about find twos the, out there. That's the problem. Can I quiz you a little bit about you that You can uh, Not not on the not on the chat because I might say some off, some weird <laughs> stuff. But so. <laughs> My main thing is this, is that the Nordrum, the, the one reason why I haven't grabbed the Nordrum uh-huh. is because the one knob interface, to me, looks really uninspiring. Okay. Um, can you speak to designing your own sounds from scratch on that?
4: Oh yeah, it's not really that bad. Um, have you watched the demo? For it. um There's a demo
0: on I've the... Seen, um, yeah, like, I've, se- I've seen some workflow stuff on it, but yeah, it's, I'm more talking about, like, your actual day-to-day use case of it. Like, do you find yourself, like, do you go to a preset and then tweak it, or, like, what do you do?
4: Yeah, so there's a bunch of different kind of, like, um modes. Like, there's an FM mode, there's, like,
0: an analog mode, and etc.
4: So, once you kind of get... It's kind of like the plonk, right? So, like, once you... um You know, like, in the plonk, like, once you kind of get, like, if it's a membrane or yeah or a string or something like that like once you get that coarse sound you kind of know what you're dealing with as a um um as a, as a physical aspect and you just kind of shape it from there i know it's just one knob but it's really fast you'll get used to it it's super fast and and i i do have the uh pads so i can hit it so it's good when you're designing if you're constantly hitting it and then making your tweaks and then kind of getting it to where you want it and then save it and then use it with your Octatracker, or your MPC or something like that.
1: So what's the big difference between the 2 and the 3, though? Is it a different, like, sort of architecture between the two? For, for me, or is it for, just interface?
4: I think it's just the interface. Um, the only thing I noticed was that the fact that it was connected to the pads, and I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. I, wanted, I wanted it to just be a module. So, like, if you want to get the 3, because I think the 3 is, they go for, like, the same price. But the but the big appeal of the two is the fact that you could take this little little box, which is like the size of a, I mean it's really small, man. Yeah. Um, and, and you have a lot of power. I'm telling you, it's, it's a like lot of FM power. It's
0: like FM and wavetable. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's physical everything. modeling. I think.
3: Yeah. It's like a machine drum.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um,
4: kind of. Um, but yeah, it, it's more like a plonk.
3: Here. yeah 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 i um, love you know, i love plonk man i already I already made like almost a whole drum kit with that joint by
4: the You're way not, are you are you dumb. are you cheating and pushing the random button
3: no no i'm going to, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to pushing that random button that
4: random like, uh, button that random button
3: is fire though the random button is fire
4: right yeah, yeah.
3: that joint is fire
4: yeah
1: so yo we're gonna we, we've been on for uh damn it's been a it's been a while now we've been on for a yeah, little it's bit been a while. <laughs> so so let's wrap this up man and uh let's convene again soon yeah uh, the north anybody- yeah the
4: nordrum two is whack
1: yeah <laughs> last words <That's> crazy <laughs> last words so anybody got anything <laughs> they want to plug or any last yeah. words they want to say before we'll be out
0: I got, um, I got some I got new, uh, NPC kits that aren't finished. And Boy, they'll be out you when I finish them. up the Echo for yourself? That wasn't me.
3: Oh, that's me. I'm sorry. My, my, I just turned my monitors on.
0: Still trying to hijack me again. I got, the, <laughs> I got some kits that are not done that Talk will be you. done eventually, and then I'll put them out. How about that for a plug? <laughs>
1: That, that works for me, man. <laughs> so so Aaron, uh what you got going on, man, that you might want to tell the people about as we get out of here? Oh, nothing much, man. I'm just playing it low-key. Work. Uh D still.
3: Uh and December is gonna be kinda kinda rough for me, but besides that, you know, MSX we're always working on new kits. Uh if you haven't go gone and copped our NPC expansion uh, and then we have another one that we worked on with Ken because you know he's part of the squad man we're just working on a bunch of stuff man but look, be on the lookout it's gonna be Word.
1: something.
3: always Word. always something dropping and uh, as far as music I'm kind of on a little bit of a hiatus because I'm learning modular right now so I'm learning how to patch and uh, and then I'll be back with vengeance.
0: Yo, can we get um a push to get Aaron onto some kind of like digital platform to release? I know, man, like (laughs) I can't find you you nowhere.
4: No, cause I only I only do vinyl, man.
3: Yeah, but can we see you at least like, on Instagram or something? Like, like your face? <laughs> yo,
0: I'm gonna start bootlegging I'm gonna start bootlegging digital releases of his vinyl. I'm gonna
4: like, bootleg the digital release of my vinyl. I'm gonna have
3: it's to fun. I'm gonna have to start sending cops to your house to see if you're alive.
1: Like, yo, you we, know what it is. That? All of all the rest of us give URLs, he gives a barcode. Yeah,
4: right. <laughs> he gives a PO box.
1: PO box. <laughs> PO box. <laughs> Just like a <laughs> cool J was trying to get a deal at Def yeah. Jam. <laughs> <laughs> so yo uh, uh, up, uh, let me let me ask y'all, man. What I don't I know, you know, things change and stuff. What y'all got going on for next Saturday, man? We could jump on and do this again.
0: I'll be around.
1: Okay, cool.
3: Yeah, hey, you not, know I'm I'm always around. Corey, I'll actually, I'll actually, I actually get to LA on Saturday, so I'm there Saturday night. Okay. Oh wow. Word, yeah, word. Up. Well, hit
1: me up when you get in town, man. We gotta yeah, get up and we'll get, we'll go, hang out a little bit.
3: Yeah, because I'm there. Yeah,
1: that's so. Niggity, so you got things going on.
3: Well, that's only on that Sunday, so I'm there to the 12th.
1: Okay, but so we'll oh, you. N- yeah, well, we'll talk. I'll be around. Yeah, we'll we, figure it out. First couple we'll days out. that you're here. Yeah. <laughs> man <laughs> no alright you All right, y'all.
3: Yo, thanks a lot. All right, guys. Have a good night.